Hello, everybody. Welcome back. Thank you, as always, for coming back to another episode of the Edge of Fear podcast. This week, I am talking with Anna. We are talking about how we define ourselves with what's going on in our external life uh, and how we can change that, how self-awareness can lead to the power to choose and to choose compassion for ourselves. And it's turned into this like silly thing that I say, but the episode is perfect timing. Um, and I just truly believe it. Uh, there's a quote from a wicked song and I've been like listening to the wicked soundtrack a lot recently because of my friend who posted this man singing this first so amazingly so i've just been like yell singing it recently but i've heard it said that people come into our lives for a reason bringing something we must learn and i like really believe it like conversations are lessons always whether we realize it or not and the time of this recording and tonight as I publish this episode, it literally couldn't be more perfect. Anna and I talk about surrender and acceptance and self-compassion. And then in my meditation, I hear we get caught up in what our life could look like if only we could get to where we're going. And we talk about acceptance, like I said, and surrender. And I mean, I started doing a hundred day challenge around 40 days. I decided fuck this cause I passed my test that I needed to pass that I was like, I need to practice every day. And like today then I literally cried wishing that I could be done with the hard stuff at school. So, you know, I'm preaching this stuff, but I'm, I'm learning it with you, you know, and these conversations are lessons for me just as much as I hope that there are lessons for my audience. Um, and a friend reached out to me recently saying that his younger sister had been going through some stuff and that she was impacted and felt less alone by listening to the Edge of Fear podcast. You know, I really believe that I'm here for a reason too. And I believe that you're here listening for a reason. Um, and at the end of this episode, we talk about giving back and being of service to one another. And all of these lessons are part of that. You know, knowing a thing and practicing it are so different. Um, so I hope you guys love this episode. If you do, please be sure to tag me at Liz Without a Pillow, tag Anna at Anna underscore A N A underscore M E R C E D underscore. Tag me, tag Anna, say hi, tell us what you loved about this episode, share it with a friend, share it with family, um, share this podcast with anybody who needs it because we are all here for a reason and, you know, sometimes we get thrown into a funk, sometimes we get lost in thinking life could be different uh, and we just need to surrender to what is and accept what is. We can, we can love ourselves where we are and still want to grow and become a better version of ourselves. So I love you guys. I'll see you on the other side. Hi, friends. Welcome to the Edge of Fear podcast, hosted by Liz Basil Lewison at Liz Without a Pillow. Each week, I'll be bringing you some different insights, lessons, and laughs with an end goal of a more empowered and authentically happier human race. Everybody's got a story, and everybody's story is important. Let's do this. All right. Hello, everybody. Welcome back to another episode of the Edge of Fear podcast. I am your host, Liz Basil Lewison, and I've got a guest here today. I'm so excited for you guys to meet her. Uh, Anna, will you introduce yourself? 
Hi, everybody. Thank you, Liz, for having me. It's great to be here and to share with your audience. Um, my name is Anna Merced, and I'm a clarity and confidence coach. And uh, my passion really strives in helping women of all ages uh, to break free from their PPP race. I like 4P race, which is pleasing, perfecting, performing, and providing. Um, obviously, I was there myself years ago, and I feel very compelled by that vision of helping people break free because we all need to celebrate ourselves in our highest and uh, without self-sacrificing. So uh, it's a journey towards your own authentic self. I love that. And it is so relatable. Um, it's something that, you know, women come to each other to talk about. I think sometimes we don't want to talk about it at all, um, you know, but the perfecting, the providing, the, the needing to be on. We were even just talking about this, you know, last week we had to reschedule this call because I felt the need to to be able to show up perfectly to record. And, you know, sometimes we're just not able to. So being able to show up authentically with you is, you know, it's such a gift to the people that I work with um, that we're able to be honest with ourselves and each other. So thank you again for that. Yes, definitely. I, I uh, we could totally relate to what you just said. And um, what I do most of the time when I try to, you know, I'm a I'm a coach, but I'm still a human being, right? So everything I talk about, you know, everything I, every time I go live or I do any um, podcast or wherever I'm at, I'm talking from my heart and I'm using my own experience as well as my client's experience too as well, which typically end up being the same ones as I have, you know, because you only like attracts like, right? So every time I hop on a call with somebody or I meet somebody or I collab or collaborate with somebody, it ends up being that we share so much in common and then, you know, you're not alone in that. So like everybody's been there and the uh, perfecting, placing, performing, and providing race. And obviously it's all about, you know, um, getting grounded and inward, you know, looking towards our inside and, and being compassionate with ourselves, definitely. But we're all been there. So everybody, you know, usually um, most of the women could totally relate to, to being in that race. Absolutely, absolutely. So I would love to get started talking about um, what you do as a clarity and confidence coach, um, what your company is called, and kind of the pillars uh, that you use in your business to help women who are listening today. Well, um, I have a program that's basically the core, the living core of what I do, that is called Empowered by Self-Love. The reason that um, I called it that way is because I felt that, you know, I, I was in constant need of knowing who I was, which is the first pillar. You know, I, I think that in order for us to love ourselves, and there are so many definitions about what self-love really is out there, but, you know, especially with all, I, I have a, a a live video that's called like we live in a bombarded society and then just one day I woke up and I had so much so many emails um, and so many people like reaching out to me and and we have so we have like an overload of information external from us and uh, we spend most of the time searching out for that whatever it is or defined ourselves in terms of what people think that we should do uh, what 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 the goals uh, you know that every goal that we have is outside of us and that everything that we need to do, pursue, 
think and learn about is outside of us. And uh, and sometimes, you know, how do we look if we're physically fit or with, you know, gain some pounds or not. And um, really, it's it's a journey. Empowered by self-love is a journey towards the inside, the journey inside out. So it's so important to, you know, become aware of one. And, and this is the first pillar, self-knowledge, which, which comes with um, self-awareness, which is, I always say to every single client of mine, and every time I, I do any video, it's the first thing I say, you want life balance, you want to pursue the life of your dreams, whatever it is that you want, the first step that has to, that you have to undertake is self-knowledge. You have to understand what what's, you know, you know, in order for us to know where we're going, and we've list, we've heard this so many times, and yet we still struggle so much with it. Um, and it's because we, we wake up and, you know, we open our media, we're on Facebook, we're on Instagram, we're on Twitter, we're this and that, and we're, you know, we're receiving some, so much external input. But then, you know, you have to take time to be fully present and to start knowing yourself better, you know? So we're, you know, and sometimes it just takes us to like going, like I say back to the future, but it's not, you know, when you just go back blast from the past, you know, you just take the down memory lane and start, you know, really getting into knowing yourself better. You know, what are your limiting beliefs? What's holding you back? There's so much stuff still to this day because I, you can only you can only take your clients as deep as you go. Every day I wake up and instead of opening my social media, which I do, I have to say I I always hop on and, and I check my email. <laughs> but um, the first thing I do is like try to um, get in tune with myself, and I know what I'm currently struggling with or things that I've started working with myself, but I know I need a little more work on because if I want to get to the point where I want to be. It, it always starts from within. So self-knowledge and self-awareness is like the, the it's the first pillar in my program. And it's the, it's the starting point to, to anything that you want to acquire in your life. Yeah, it is. It's so important. I mean, in order to forgive yourself, in order to love yourself, you have to know mm -hmm. yourself. You have to accept yourself. It's funny mm -hmm. that you say about the um, hopping on social media, because that's something that I've been struggling with recently. Um, just keeping my screen time down. You know, I have an app that blocks me from Instagram and Facebook. It's hard <laughs> when I'm trying to promote the podcast using, you know, those those platforms, of course. But 90% of what I've been doing recently isn't promoting the podcast. You know, I'm just aimlessly scrolling. And the thing that always comes back to me, the lesson that I always constantly have to relearn, you know, every month or so, every couple of months, at least every year, uh, is the first pieces of content that I consume in the morning have an impact on my day. Oh, yes. And if they mm -hmm. are negative, you know, if it's an email, if it's an angry email, from work, I immediately I'm in like defense all day. If it's, um, you know, somebody just on social media that makes me feel bad about myself that I start to get into that comparison trap. Um, you know, I, I am through I go through the day again on the defense. I'm not in my true self. Um, mm -hmm. And I was talking to my therapist about this last week. You know, she was asking me like, when am I the most happy? And I was like, it's when I'm the most authentic. It's when I'm speaking my truth. It's when I'm, you know, it's when I'm not afraid of what I have to say because I don't 
because I feel like I don't mm-hmm. have the right to say it. Like mm-hmm. I have the right to say it, but I have to know where I am right now to know what I want to say and to know where I want to go and to know, you know, what is the course of this podcast? What is the purpose of me being in school right now? What is the purpose of my life? And when I'm, when I'm in tune with that, exactly to use your verbiage, when I'm, when I'm in touch with what's going on in my heart, in my head, I am Mm -hmm. so much more focused and I show up authentically as myself. And even if I don't get a million things done on that day, at least I showed up with courage and authenticity. And I don't feel bad about myself at the end of the day. You know, there's no shame in that because I did, you know, the best I could with what I had. Definitely. And um, it's good that, you know, you, you become aware because all your, you're basically you're explaining of how much in tune you are with yourself that you're able to spot on when you're being the most authentic and when you're not. So it's okay. I mean, but if you need to be in tune with yourself, like right now, I know that I struggle with a certain limiting beliefs that I have from my past, but I am aware of them. So that gives me the power and the choice to choose every day who I want to be, how do I want to show up? So this is not about learning all your past mistakes and all, I say the Kool-Aid. What's the Kool-Aid that you've been drinking that they served you since you were small and you just drank it because that's what they fed you. And, you know, nowadays it's like, you, you know, you'll be the worst mom if somebody ever sees you throwing in some sugar with water and some, you know, color, (laughs) you know, you'll be like the worst mom ever. But back in, you know, in the nineties, uh, you know, it was normal, right? So I, 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 I refer to the whole the things that they served you, and and not only they served you food, but they also served you beliefs and values and how things should be and how things should look and how you should be. And I have so many stories about how I was able to, how I was able to go about. Um, becoming uh, who I am right now. And I do remember um, how so many beliefs that hold me back were were still interjecting and were being an obstacle in what I wanted to do. When I decided, I I spent 18 years as a sales and marketing expert, and um, I was basically drawn into it. I was like, you know, I kind of like living by default, you end up in the career because all you learned was sales in your house. And you just like, ended up just walking towards that path because it seemed the most logical step to go in 18 years down the road I felt like sick to my stomach my intuition was telling me and I was like you gotta get the freaking out of here it's it's there's no way out you're not being authentic with yourself I was already a coach by then but I was a part-time coach but I really needed to get out of my career of of my sales and marketing career and there was this one day I had to have this conversation. I said, why do I have to struggle that this internal struggle? Because I already have started building my business as a, as a coach. And I know that's my passion and I found my purpose and everything is going great. And I'm just like in my jam when I'm doing that. But why can I just leave me once and for all this career? So I had a, like a, a sat down and I was like, wait, like a come to Jesus conversation. It's like you need to, you know, reassess what's going on inside you. And I discovered that I had this value that was set up when I was really as a foundation when I was like maybe five years old. I always said that, oh, Anna, you're so independent and you're so strong. And I was fed by this, by my parents and even my friends and my teachers. So being independent is not a bad value. It's nothing is good or bad. It's just what you make it to be. But I discovered that the way that I 
went about being independent was like I wasn't I I was not allowed to ask for help I was I had to be financially independent so um, I needed to have everything squared out on my own without opening my mouth and asking for help and reaching out and being vulnerable and all this other stuff so I was literally not moving along to my purpose and passion even though I had already found it, I was at it, you know, it was, I was, I already started my, my, my path into coaching, but I was still very reluctant about going into that path just because I had this value that was like the huge obstacle between me and my dream. Once I decided, when I, once I became aware of that, I kind of redefined and redesigned what independence meant to me. I, I had a choice. I became aware and then it, I became more powerful, right? So I had a choice and I said to myself, well, what should I do? Should I just like uh, replace independence as a value and completely take it out of my list? Or should I re redefine this and put it into, you know, make it, make it something that suits me better for the stage and the life that I am right now and what I want to do? which I totally know I have, to, I have to, uh, I have to quit my job and, you know, immerse into my purpose and passion. Cause I know at the hundred percent of the fullest inside out, that this is what I was born to do. What am I still stuck in this endless career that, you know, my comfort zone. So I decided to rearrange that value. And that's just one of many examples that, um, that I have with my life and my clients that, you know, that importance of knowing exactly where you're coming from, not only your values, but how you define them to be. Because perhaps we have the same value of love, but love for you means something else. And it's reflected in your life in a certain specific way. And in my life, it's totally different. So it's not only about identifying them, the values, but what, how do you define them and how does that play out in how you act and you talk and you think and the, and the decisions that you make in your life? Because independence right there was holding me back, was basically a belief that was holding me back that, you know, I had to be independent and therefore not ask for help to anybody. So that was between me and pursuing my dream. So that's just one story from the top of my mind that I always share with my audience because it it does it's really um, incredible how things that run in your mind they run the show in your life and you don't even notice that. Yeah, and you know, thank you so much for sharing that with us. It's when I, I this is really like really why I started the podcast because when somebody shares something vulnerable and authentic about themselves, it helps you to see yourself in that experience. And I so see myself having similar experiences as you were saying, you know, being served the Kool-Aid, like our parents and society help us to, to create these beliefs, these limiting beliefs, um, you know, that either serve them as our caretaker because they need help, right? As parents, mm -hmm. we need help. Um, and so to, to say, Anna, thank you for being independent. Thank you for being such a helper. Like mm -hmm. she thinks she's doing the right thing by saying that to you, but then you internalize that and it becomes a limiting belief. And so as an adult to have the awareness to turn that around and say, no, this is what independent means. It's okay to rely on others, but this is my version of independent now. 
Um, and it, it turns your awareness into your superpower because you learn what your strengths and your limitations are because mm -hmm. we all have that, you know? Um, so it's, it's really interesting to just to see myself and to reflect on my own experience as you share yours. Um, and so I hope that our audiences today uh, will have that same experience. Um, it's very profound. Uh, there's lots of times where I'm like, I am so self-aware. And then I like hear something like that and I'm like, I need to read the fine, you know? So that's a, that's a really different, um, you know, twist on something that I've, I've heard a million times in the last few years. So, mm -hmm. so yeah, thank you for sharing that. <laughs> you're welcome, you're welcome. And I have so many, cause I, 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 uh, I, I remember I had a teacher on third grade. It, it was really impactful for me at the time. I was maybe nine, 10 years old and she was a substitute teacher. And to make the long story short, I don't know, I was very vocal. Everybody thought that I was going to become a lawyer, an attorney or something like that because I always spoke my truth kind of like that when I was, you know, was growing up. And uh, I don't know exactly what happened. I was just speaking or saying something or defending somebody. I don't know. I was always defending and saying something. And I was the advocate of the, of the you know, of the whole group. So um, obviously the teacher just came up to me and she said like directly and with this like disapproving voice, Anna, you're just too loud. And I was like, shoot, like, you know, when I was nine years old, I, I don't know, I, you don't know how to channel that. So you're thinking I'd rather be like a little more shy and quieter and polite and polished, just like my friends. And I was very, I was just being myself, you know, how kids are. Um, and I do remember that at some point I, when I walked into my corporate world, I started being you know, acting stupid and cheerful, you know what they say, mm -hmm. <laughs> you know, just like smiling and putting up your poker face and then internally saying, you know, flip off, I don't care, this and that. Um, and, and, and there's so many things that, you know, we buy into, into so much BS around us because we live in this bombarded society. So it's so important. And maybe we're spending too much time in self-awareness, but I believe that this is the key to every single door every single internal door that would enlighten and inspire and you would get the most information from you. If I would ever say something to anybody would be spend time on you, on knowing you and being aligned or in tune or in sync as much as you can with your inner voice, with your intuition. Um, I, I believe that I always ask this question to my audience at some time I say like, you know, what's the most powerful aspect of yourself and how would your life look if you surrender to that each day? And I, I always say that and, and I ask that question to myself when I am meditating or journaling and what I say is like the first um, answer to that, the most powerful aspect of me is my intuition. And I have to surrender to that every single time. And it's so, it calibrates you. It fills you in. It's, it's you know, we're, 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 we're born for greatness. We are great within ourselves. But, you know, I believe that, and, and this is one of the, the, you know, major purposes of this program, Empowered by Self-Love, is the, for you to be internal aligned with your own greatness. You know, we, um, as coaches, we don't create greatness. We just let you in the path of you discovering the greatness that's already within you. But in order for, to, for you to get there, you need to deep dive on things that might be uncomfortable, conversations like me having that conversation, listen, Anna, 
what are you going to do with that independence? Because you always say, and if somebody back, back then would ask me, oh, so how do you describe yourself? The first word I would have said, independent women, you know? Yeah. So it was very hard to let that go because I was clinging on that since I was really small. But I do, but I had to be compassionate with myself. And that's the next pillar, you know, self-acceptance. When you're compassionate with yourself after becoming aware of what's holding you back, how, how compassionate you are as to looking at yourself and saying, okay, I am meeting myself where I'm at right now. Like what you said last week, it was, you know, crazy for you. So you just have to be compassionate and meet yourself where you're at instead of trying to push through and push through because that's what takes us into that PPP race, perfecting, performing, overperforming at times, you know, because we want to exceed everybody's expectations. But what is your expectation about your life? How do you, how do you want your life to look like? You know, what's, what's, what's your greater, greater purpose? But in order for you to get to that place, you need to start from within, you know? Yeah. So, okay, so the first pillar you said is self-knowledge and self-awareness. The second pillar you said is acceptance and like, Except- compassion for self, right? Mm-hmm. So what does that actually look like? How well, do we get it, to that? Well, um, really, you have to just slow down. Yeah, um, yeah I guess I, I, I am always thinking the first step is just taking time, taking time and slowing down a bit, you know. First, you have to be compassionate because when you're into that self-knowledge and awareness, there are things that you're going to come across that they don't they don't look as nice as you would like them to look. So before you start flagelling yourself, you have to stop and take time. And the, one of the first things that helps help has helped me a lot is that so. I know that if I am here, there's a lot of people that are right on the same spot where I am. I cannot be the only one. So that's called, that's a term called um, common humanity. Um, so you think, you know, because when we, when we see things that we don't like or when the results that we have or whatever we're in the situation, it's not what we thought it would be or our expectations are not being met. We tend to, to isolate ourselves and think that, oh, you know, because victimhood is just like that. It's only me. It's happening to me. Why me? And it's like nobody else in the world exists and nobody's going through that. So you got to take that hat. You got to get your, your mind off that thought and think, okay, this is, this is what I did based on the knowledge that I had. I believe that independence was not being vulnerable, being strong and never asking for help. But I made that decision based on the knowledge that I had back then. Now I have a different knowledge. So I'm gonna be compassionate with myself and with the Anna from the past. And I am going to have a kind and warm conversation with Anna now. One of the things that I also do is write a letter. And this is something that your audience did try out because I used to, um, in terms of self-compassion, I used to uh, not trust myself in terms of the decisions that I take now are going to lead me where I want to be in the future. So I was very hesitant about, oh, should I take A or B? Because what I was afraid of, it was of my own self. Like, how am I going to act if I choose A over B and then it doesn't end up being what I wanted it to be? So what I I have done for that to take care of that is I write a letter for Anna in the future, like Anna in 2026 or something like that. 
So, and I have some of them in my, in my journals, like, you know, just thanking that Anna for everything. Cause wherever you're at right now, this is one of the things that I always write, wherever you're at right now, it's perfect for you and believe that you've done everything you could and the best to the best of your abilities. And you've given your a hundred percent. And in advance, I want to thank you for that. So what I do that. So I, I write an, a letter for Anna in, in the future, just to, to know that whatever decision I take today in 2021, whatever that ends up being five years down the road, I am going to be fine because everything is perfect. And the experience that I'm having right now, it's the experience that I need. And how do you know it's the experience that you need because it's the experience that you're having and you're the creator of your life. So being in alignment and knowing, becoming aware and acceptance of your process. There's a thing that I've learned recently that I've incorporated in the last 2020. You know, we tend to act because we don't accept. So whatever is outside of us, oh, I don't like this, I don't like my job, I don't like how I'm feeling. So we don't accept our situation. So we start acting upon it. So um, I do the contrary. I, this is, you know, part of the self-acceptance. I look at it with compassion and the courage to look at it because you, you still need to be brave to be compassionate. So you look at it and you say, okay, so I'm here. This is my present. I accept this. This is the experience that I need. And after I accept and I'm at peace with it, then I act. Because if you're acting out of not accepting, then you're resisting what is. And then we all know the law of attraction. You're getting a little bit more of what already is that it's not what you want. So the best way to start pursuing your goals is being compassionate and, and accepting what is. And even uh, being grateful for what is and for the lessons learned. And from that space and that energy, then you start acting. And then you start setting goals or action plans or whatever it is that you want to do to move yourself forward. Yeah, it's so important. I've I've heard in the past, um, like, again, to use your words, um, when we resist what is, uh, I took a, a self-development workshop a, a year and a half ago now, um, and the, the leader of the course would say, you know, if you're not accepting what is, then you're accepting what isn't, which means that you're living in non-reality. And that's mm -hmm. so often the case, right? When we're not accepting ourselves as we are, or we're not accepting, um, you know, our parents as they are, or our children as they are, or our spouse as they are. Um, mm -hmm. We're living in a non-reality and no wonder we're so angry at ourselves and at the world. Um, and I just want to plug um, a previous episode for myself. Um, you guys, if you're listening right now and you want some help on writing that letter and on forgiving yourself and on accepting yourself, um, I did a book review episode, episode 52, the Love Yourself Challenge. Um, and I actually, Anna, I told you about this book on our call, I believe, um, yes. by Kamal Ravikant, Love Yourself Like Your Life Depends On It. Um, and I go through the steps that he gives in that book. Uh, and it really, it changed my, my whole look my whole outlook on um, self-love and on self-acceptance and self-forgiveness. Um, so you guys read the book, go listen to that episode. Um, I believe it's a quick episode, a quick re book review. Um, but okay, so Anna, so those are the first two pillars. We've got self-knowledge, self-awareness, um, and then acceptance and compassion. What's our third pillar? 
Well, the, the third pillar would be self-confidence, you know, uh, in the terms of the mastery, which is um, what I like after, you know, this first three pillars take a while, right? Because everybody, we're a whole unit, but there's so much to discover of ourselves and then accept and everything else. But I like to take my clients into the next level, like stretch them out a little bit more within, you know, so what's your greater purpose? What's your bigger and greater purpose? How can you pay this forward? How can you help others? How can you be at service for other people? Um, because the reason that I'm doing this is because basically I'm trying to pay it forward when um, this is, and this is why I, I started Empowered by Self Love. I had this huge, I was already a coach by then. I had a massive breakup. You know, when you're, when you feel like you're into pieces, I was, I can't, describe how down in the pits I felt I I felt like there's there's no I can't go lower than this so my only option is to look up and see what can I do about rebuilding myself again um that was in a in, in, a, in a nutshell that's how I felt and um intuitively that's why I know that the the most powerful aspect of myself is my intuition because intuitively and within you know my alignment with myself I started doing basically going through all these steps that I've just mentioned I had no idea that that was going to end up being a program but after I hired a mentor and she said so you're empowered by what what are you you know like <laughs> kind of she cornered me a little put a little pressure on it and I was like and all of a sudden I said I am empowered by self-love because that's what moves me through that's how I use uh you know self-love as a source of power to, to propel me through my future and what I need you know it grounds me and it it, it 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 just ignites inside of me all this fuel to help people so I added this next step because um I I started empowered by self-love because that's that's what I want to give people hope that wherever you're at right now, there are things that you could do to make it better. But it starts from within. If you're trying, if you're on, if you're, I don't know, feeling depressed, you lost your job, you're having any type of losses, emotional, maybe physical losses, doesn't matter. There's always a way from within that you could rebuild yourself up. But after you do that with the first three pillars, what do you do after? How do you pay it forward? How do you make this work for other people? How do you serve other people? You know, what's your bigger and greater purpose? Perhaps you have a, you know, a beautiful career, blooming career, but you, within yourself, you know, your intuition, your inner knowledge, your inner GPS is telling you, hmm, well, maybe this is not what I was born to do. Well, then how do you find that? How do you pursue that? How do you go about that? how you make it bigger and better and how do you help other people because maybe you're in that spot but perhaps there's a lot of people who are in your precise spot so how do you make this bigger and better for others how do you pay it forward so you step into that into that next level of of greater purpose for your life and for others around you yeah and you know it, it makes me think of like what the world would look like if that was if that was what we all did, if we all stepped into our power and if we all, you know, like, I mean, if we were able to serve one another, if we were able to serve ourselves by, like you said, and in this order, first knowing ourselves and then accepting ourselves, 
we would be able to show up more confident. And it's like what I was saying to my therapist, like when she asked, when am I at my most happy? And it's when I'm at my most authentic. And I have no shame at the end of those days because this is me. This is, you know, this is who I really am. And we are all able, we all have such the capacity to serve the world by doing what is truly our our life's work what is truly our calling you know and you have to get quiet to to find what your body knows what your heart knows that you intuitively are great at and you know where you're meant to be but we don't always do that inspiring work um and then and you know Liz sometimes people know no because there there are people that without even doing this internal work their state their intuition is so strong within themselves they do know it's like I knew it you know when you're like I knew it I knew it it was that but you know they're they're um they're just putting that down consistently and then they don't know what is stopping them like when I wanted to go full-time coaching and I wanted to submerge myself in my purpose and passion and I knew what it was but I was still not there. And I was like, what the heck is going on with me? You know, I'm a coach, you know? So I had that, that come to Jesus talk with myself. Like, let's get this thing straight out because it's not, it's, you know, where you're supposed to go. And it does, it does happen to everybody. Perhaps, you know, what, what's your purpose and what's your passion and how can you help people? Perhaps you don't, but either way it's doable. You can find it. There's ways, there's people, there's support systems around you. The good news about this is that you're not alone, that you don't have to do this alone. There's so many people out there that um, they vibrate in the same frequency. They're perfect for you. They're aligned. And, and, you know, one of the things that I most enjoy when I'm at my true authentic self is that I get to enjoy synchronicities, you know? It thinks being in the right time with the right people at the right place and being cognizant about that, being aware, being so present that you do realize as it is happening, oh my God, I am in the right place talking to the right people at the right time. And then you start getting into, you know, your vibration starts elevating and you get into better and higher frequencies and you keep attracting more and more about what you want. So this is all about that, you know, but, you know, once you get to that point is because you started inward. Absolutely. Well, Anna, thank you so much um, for discussing these three pillars with us um, and helping giving us some guidance on how we can kind of figure that out ourselves. Do you have any final thoughts that you'd like to leave listeners with today? Well, um, everything starts from within. I can't stress that more, you know, wherever you're at right now, you know, stop looking for the answers outside of you. It's all within yourself, whether you believe it or not, it is. I love that. And it's so true. Um, all right. Where can everybody find you? Well, um, I, there's my webpage is www.annamerced.com. Everything is my name, Anna, A-N-A, just one M, A-N-A, M-E-R-C-E-D, Merced. Um, and uh, they could find me with my name also in my Instagram, which is Anna with one N again, underscore Merced and then underscore. And they could also find me in Facebook just by my claim by my name, Anna Merced. So it's all very easy to find my name. <laughs> <laughs> and that information will all be in the show notes. All right, Anna, thank you so much. And I'll talk to you soon. Thank you, Liz, for having me. Thank you so much for tuning in and listening to today's episode. For more information on this episode, 
check out the show notes or find me on Instagram at Liz Without a Pillow. If you loved what you listened to or know somebody that would, please share it. Screenshot the episode in the podcast app, share it to your Instagram story, and tag me. If you'd like to lend your personal support, take a moment and leave a review on iTunes. We would be so grateful. Tune in next week for a brand new episode. See you then.